look who's popped in the studio. Hi and welcome back to the Accord Sessions, the place where we do everyday talk about our extraordinary God. Oh Lord, I'm laughing already <laughs> and you'll know why in a minute. Um, but listen, something a little bit different this week. Uh, Naomi's recovering from her surgery, so she's not available. Um, so I've got a guest in today. Um, it's been a hoot. Sound checks were hysterical. We might have saved some outtakes. Um, but let's stop messing around. Let's reveal who our guest is. It is honestly been a long time coming this one. <laughs> it is my joy. It is you know he who must be obeyed my good thing yes it is the one and only my other half craig crosby hi love hi babe <laughs> if i thought i was going to be a standing i would have had second thoughts oh no you're not standing sorry no um no it's been a long time coming can i just say that we've just come back from america as you know and um, it really was amazing how many people came to me and said, you're great, but when's Craig coming? When are you going to do something with Craig? So a lot of people are going to be happy today. Well, I'm just glad to make people happy. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you very much. i got to say, I am a little bit nervous about today. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> but don't you think this has got, this is very odd. Don't you, do you feel all right? Oh, it's great. To get into the office, to be in the office again and not working from home in my pyjamas. Yes, I know. Well, thank you for coming in. I appreciate it. Um, but you know what this kind of feels like? This kind of feels like take your spouse to work day. And if that was a thing, I think you would have a, definitely have a better gig than I did. Because what would I do all day in your workplace? I can't drink the amount of tea that you drink. <laughs> um, I'd have to deal with contractors all day. And I would look appalling in all that ugly high vis. So I think you've got a good gig today. Well, that sounds a lot like taking your dog to work today. Oh, well, thank you. God, <laughs> flipping neck. We'll edit that I don't know out. what you're comparing me to, but anyway. I don't, listen, I don't know if our listeners are ready for this. Um, <laughs> but all I can say is, listeners, buckle up. Um, you know, make sure there are no small children, you know, around. And this could make it or it could make, break it. I feel a song coming on. No, I don't. <laughs> don't, please. <laughs> Well, listen, enough, enough jovality. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I thought today we would just have a chat and I thought we'd talk about us. Yes. Now, before we get going, you have signed the non-disclosure I left on the desk, <laughs> didn't you? There are certain things off topic. No, that's not true. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't go well with our culture here. Um, but I thought, why don't you kick it off? What do you want to, what do you want to talk about? Oh, I just want to say that it's wonderful to be here. Aww. It's wonderful to be to see all the great work that you're doing, and uh, to think that this started what five years ago. Six five. Years? It started. Accord started five years ago, but we um, have started podcasts two years ago. Actually, I think this week. Two years ago this week. And it's just great to see you in your element. To Aww. see you doing what you do best, Aww, and to see it, all the lives that you're impacting and affecting. It's just great to to hear all the good news and to see everything that's happening all over the world. Yeah. It's wonderful. And of course, you're a huge part of this. Absolutely. Because we have actually transitioned, haven't we, um, from um, being this of a place of my calling to being our calling. Because there is really a, a huge architecture that goes behind this that has a huge amount to do with you. That's that's good. I understand all of that. But it's always been us together. Yeah, we've always been together. From the very together. beginning. Yeah. 
God has always been from when we first moved to Cardiff. Mm. You know, God gave us that word that mm. God is building us. Yeah. And it's always been about us. Just when it was just me and you, no kids, cool. nights out. Do you remember those days? <laughs> do you remember the, when the days when you used to phone me up on a Thursday lunchtime and go, do you fancy Prague this weekend? I can't imagine that now. And we could just fly off. And we were loaded. We had like, free time. <laughs> <laughs> Peace and quiet. Actually... You and me today, this could be a date. I can't remember the last time we were out on our own. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. We used to go out together, go everywhere, yeah. free free to do whatever we liked. Yeah. But we'd always planned for those kids. Yeah, we did. So we planned those kids and we strategised. And even when the doctor said you couldn't have kids. Yeah. You know, that was, uh, we never believed that no. for an instant. Well, you didn't, and actually, I, d- I did believe that for many years, because I had been told that in my early 20s, so a good 10, 12 years. I was covering years. you, babe. I was you were, you. I know, you do that a lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I can remember having to tell you when we got when you wanted to marry me, that, look, I can't have children. And I can remember thinking, this is it now, he's not going to want me. And I can remember... You were very, very graceful in that. But with hindsight now, I just realised you just didn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, babe. Everything you say, I'll do the opposite. I know, that is true. But that's what I love about you. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you want to start then? Well, just with how I first met you. Yeah. That was just such a wonderful time. And uh, well, 22 years ago. I met ago. you actually first in Westminster, didn't I? Yes, in, in London. Uh, what you like to call... We met in Delhi, but actually was a Delhi Catessin. Yes, in I, I say we, we. I like to say we met in Delhi because it sounds exotic, but we met in a Delhi. Yeah, yeah. we met in a Delhi, and <laughs> you pushed in front of me. No, listen. If you're going to tell stories, get them right. Don't give. Don't tell the listeners the stories you tell the kids. Look, it was a long time ago, <laughs> and I'm sure I'm right. Yeah, well, there's a problem. And then we never saw, and that was at a conference, wasn't it? Yes. So we were down in London doing a conference, and we and there was this little tiny deli outside of the conference centre, right in Parliament Square by Big Ben, by the Houses of Parliament in London, and we literally had. 10 minutes didn't grab a drink yeah. and there was this tiny little deli and I was waiting outside with a copious amount of people to get in because there was some bloke who couldn't make up his mind which drink he wanted. <laughs> that was and the bloke in front of me. It was you <laughs> and that's kind of where we first met but then we kept bumping into each other didn't we for years. Yeah. I remember seeing you there and you look very smart, professional, a bit cut above my, my sort of Aww. league that's how I saw it babe that's not true but then 10 years later we met up again in Hastings yeah yes. and I went to see Paul Humberstone yeah and I knew because first of all I saw your picture mm. and I thought oh, if on you're the flyer. there yeah if you're there Paul will be there wait a minute what what <laughs> you saw me on a flyer and thought right if she's there Paul well, will be you there you know the story I was God, seeking geez. a father I was seeking someone as a mentor yes so I saw you there and I remember seeing you there and you looked great and wonderful, but it still never clicked. No. It still never clicked that. Well, there was obviously a lot more in you that had to die before you could get to me. Well, possibly. <laughs> Seeing as it was a day of fasting and I used to took all my Christmas Mars bars. You had a snickers. bag that looked like a burglar, a burglar swag bag full of food at the, to the fasting and prayer conference. But Paul was the funniest because he said, yeah, you lot are all praying and fasting. He said, oh, but I'm going for a roast dinner. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> 
So it was good times, and then yeah. obviously I met you again down at the Old Kent Road, the in gas London. Works. Because um, I started going, being sent down to uh, Old Kent Road in London once a month, because mm. back in the day, um, I'd written excellence in ministry schools, which were like, we learned about the gifts of the spirit, didn't we? Taught on all that stuff, yeah. prophecy. And I was running a class, and it was quite a big class, that one. It was yeah. like a lot of people. Yeah. And you and your mum came. Yeah, <clears throat> me and my mum. Yeah. So we went there, and obviously when I... I that's when we there. saw the spark. That's when I really... At the gasworks. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> when I really, really... I couldn't take my eyes off you. I was Aww. just fixated. I must have been like a stalker. Oh, yeah, well, I'm sure there's laws <laughs> against that, love. <laughs> but you didn't seem to mind. No, it was all right. <laughs> Every time I looked at you, you was looking at me. I thought, hello, there's other people in this class. Oh. And uh, so that went on for quite a while, them, them lessons, yeah. if I remember. yeah. And as I remember, you used to get good grades in your homework. Yeah. Yeah, even yeah. if you didn't turn up. <laughs> <clears throat> Turning up with a black cab. Yes, or spruced or, and bruised. And even even if I was late, I'd, I'd get a black cab there, yeah. make sure I was there on time. Aww. So, it was, I there. mean, yeah, it's all funny, isn't it, when we look back, though, but God really did orchestrate. We talked a lot about that in the conference in Houston, about how God really does go to huge lengths to put together people that need to be together, not just spouses, but God's people. Mm. And we look back on our story and gosh, there really was a lot of orchestration there. Especially by my mum. Yeah, thanks Wendy. <laughs> Got a lot to I remember yeah. coming back from the school and uh, my mum <laughs> saying to me, that's your wife. I said, mum, please come on. You know, <laughs> We don't know this lady. You've just met her. You know, let's just calm down a little bit. And I had to keep... <laughs> Cool. Batting my mum away. You're Mr. Cool. Yeah, I had to play it cool. Of course yeah. I had to play it cool. <laughs> so, you know, that one thing, the next thing I was in, I moved to Wales. Yeah, so we had a large, our ministry had a large manor house in Wales and um, it had lots of rooms and we had lots of people, we all lived in basically around the ministry from there. So uh, Craig came for Christmas. His parents had gone back to South Africa for Christmas and um, you had come to spend Christmas with us and then you'd gone home, packed up your stuff, and then you moved back about the January, I think it was. Yeah, I had to go home to think about it. Yeah, I had to come back to think about it and pack up all your suitcases, all your junk. Because it was a bit uh, different to move into a house with all of these different families yeah. living in it. Yeah, definitely. Something I was totally not used to. And then one day I was sat in the sanctuary and there was this at the front door and trouble entered and, and that was it, the tsunami was unleashed <laughs> tsunami yeah that was that was a great time though oh it was exciting i rocked up in my white charger oh actually it was a ford fiesta oh yeah it was a ford it was a white ford sierra yes yeah Sierra. an old sorry. banger worth about well, a couple of hundred quid. two pound fifty <laughs> <laughs> held together by sellotape <laughs> i'll never forget when i was up in the mountains in the valleys and the and the, and the clutch went and i just i just kept rolling i just kept rolling down this hill thinking i'm gonna Crash into someone along the go off the, off the mountain. Oh, Lord. I just couldn't stop the car. I don't, please. Honestly. <laughs> so I know you like to tell the kids that you rocked up on a white horse to save me, but you were in a dusty, crack, cr <laughs> crusty old Ford Sierra that had no There's clutch. There's nothing wrong with that. that. That was my dad's car. That was, that yes, was it was. Car. And you used to go. We used to go out. I did. So it wasn't that bad. <laughs> So, yeah, so that was our sort of beginnings, wasn't it? So we got together in the March, we got engaged in the June, 
and we got married in December, 21 years ago this year. That was Paul's fault, that, that early start, because we went to him, said so we're looking at 12 months, like, you yeah. know, engagement period. When we got engaged at that place, Yes, what, at Plas Derwin. Plas Derwin. What's that mean in Wales? I don't know, but uh, uh, <laughs> the place of the bird, I think. I don't know. Oh. Um, but yes, but we got engaged. And I can remember that uh, you took us out for a meal, me, Paul and Trish, because th- you were going to ask Paul, you know, that, look, I'd, I'd quite like to marry her. And I can remember because it was one of the very few times in my life I remember you being nervous because you're not a nervy type. And I can remember you had steak and you had peas. <laughs> and I can remember you had, you scooped up some of these peas on your fork and you were all shaking so much they went flying all over the table and Paul was laughing his head off because you know he was enjoying it I think well I never asked someone to marry me before had I thank you babe that was lovely yes but Paul was very for it wasn't he and he said to me um that his heart is right yeah and he said, don't worry about other stuff. He said, God is working in him and I see his heart and his heart is right for you. That's and right. that was absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. And so, then we, we went to the carry house. Yes, we did. Oh, yeah. I think I've shared this story a lot oh. on the podcast about how... You I took, went down on one knee. Yeah, you did and set fire to the curry house. Put my knee in a samosa. Yeah, you, you went down on one knee and your rear end knocked the, the <laughs> candle over on the table behind. And as you were asking me to marry me, there were all these little waiters running around putting out the fire. But it's been a, I think that's a metaphor for our life, isn't it? You've always been setting things on fire ever since. <laughs> but... I've, let's talk a bit about some of the things that we've built our marriage on because you've mentioned a few of them. Well, the first quickly. one is yeah. when we moved to Prospect Place yes. in Cardiff because we that moved was our from, first home from the Manor House yeah. to Cardiff uh, Churchill Way, and then we we moved to yeah. Prospect, Prospect Place. Place, and then there was all that building work going on around us, yes. and then uh, and then God spoke that word and just dropped it in my heart, which was. He's building us. Mm. He's not just building me as an individual or building you, he's, but he's, it's about us. Yeah. It's that spirit of us. And that was just, wow. That's always been kind of our uh, spirit, hasn't yeah. it? Our culture is that we're, we, we're definitely builders. Yeah. Yes. Well, we're both competent people, user professional, and I was what I was and then at the end of the day we both journeyed separate lives yeah. but we came together mm. and we know that God brought us together but we knew very little each about each other right and so we both had our ways oh yes yeah yeah you had those your flipping ways. boxing trophies that you wanted to <laughs> God, those flipping copious amounts of boxing trophies you wanted to display all over my beautiful interior designed living room yes and then also the mess because we can't craig you are messy no that's that is controlled chaos chaos is the word love (laughs) you know i still struggle with that to be honest but you are better anyway anyway, Anyway, meanwhile back to the story (laughs) the point was is that god was building us oh yeah and we and we got hold of that word and that transformed us. I can remember the day you told me that. Mm. Um, and because literally we lived in the bay uh, overlooking water. 
and they were just about to build all around it new development so i mean it wasn't just a little bit of diy it was the proper what do you call those machines where they they the whole building shook where they're flattening the ground flatteners oh, that's what it's called there we go uh, technical term and um i can remember you coming in and saying god we, we need to build each other god is building us but our job is to build each other and then we can build together and i can remember that day it was like god almighty himself turned up stood in front of me and prophesied right into my face and i could feel his breath on my face that's what that word was like for me mm. and you know what we've stood on that for 20 years haven't we that's Absolutely. been really the foundation it's a of defining our life. word sorry love it's a defining word it Absolutely. made us it made us yeah. who we are and then the, then there was another word which was you're my good thing. Yeah, we've always believed that. That's the word you said to me before you asked me to marry you. You said, mm. if we're going to get married, if I'm going to ask you to marry me, then we need to be each other's good thing. Yeah. And I can't remember the scripture. Is it in Peter? It's in Peter. I can't remember exactly yeah. the scripture. Be- one Peter. But it's always been in our heart. Mm. That word, that you're my good thing. And we must always be the good thing. So even when you're not, Yeah. you are. Right. Yeah? So... It's about declaring those things. Mm. And also that word's kind of kept us in the bigger picture, hasn't it? So you know what it's like when we have spats or when, you know, you're walking in something that's wrong and I have to uphold the, the goodness of the truth. Oh, my gosh. Are you really saying this? <laughs> when you're wrong, well, okay, let's be honest. When when we're fighting, when one of us is wrong, when one of us has blindness, when one, when we get when it gets nasty, when it gets a bit cruel, when it gets carnal, that sort of being each other's good thing really is what brings the fear of the Lord to us, and it usually is what brings us out of whatever yeah. we're fighting about, doesn't it? Because whatever we're going through, mm. there's always something good at the end of yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. Well, it could be that a two-year process like we just went through mm. where you lost your mum and yeah. you lost your st- dad and, and yeah. all of these things were going on, you know, in your life. Yeah. You know, we, all of us, the kids, me, we was all part of it. Yeah, you were. But at the end of it, we knew that something good would come out of it. Because when the dust settles, we, we win. win. Yeah. We win. <laughs> yeah. And we just don't win well. We absolutely win. Yeah. We destroy the mm. enemy. So that's good. But can I just say, in all sincerity, you really are my good thing. You really are. Honestly, I love you now more than ever I've ever loved you before. Wow. Yeah, I, I really do. And you know what? I I, I feel a ab- song coming on. I ab- don't sing, please, because you know we got we got you know we don't want to cause pain to people. But you know what? I really, really do love about you. It's, there's many things I love obviously about not you. my singing. No, not your singing. But what I do really love about you is that you really are my good thing but that goodness is not always comfortable and it's not always nice to my flesh but it is absolutely keeps me in on the straight and narrow and keeps me in a place of truth and i do absolutely oh thank you for that thank you for being a hebron man thank you for being strong thank you for holding me to truth and I absolutely love you for that. That to me is the greatest gift in our marriage is that there is honesty and reality because I could not settle for anything less than that. And God knew that. So he sent me Craig Crosby. And the gift you've given to me is allowing that to happen 
for you. Wow. To be the head of the household, to yeah. be the head, just as it is in the Word of God. Yeah. You know, it's just a functioning thing. Yeah. But it's equal. Yeah, because I've never felt in competition no, no, with you. Because you, you I'd will. lose. You never will. No, you never will. <laughs> you never will feel second. No, no you know, I don't. You never, you know. No. we're always joint we're together yeah. we're one yeah. but that's really empowering isn't it for us because i do really i mean don't get me wrong listeners right we do ha- we're human there are issues at times we're difficult at times you know we don't always get it straight away we've got it we sometimes make wrong choices we're human we have real issues like anybody else um but i think do you know what i think the key is i think that god has taken us on a journey Um, because we look very very different now than we did at the beginning of our marriage so I think for both of us what really our marriage has um, induced it's incubated it's been the environment to allow to happen is that we both have come into a very good place of accepting and believing who God says we are and I think we've come into that place of confidence in who we are in Christ and what we stand on. And that individual journey in each of us has led us to a place then when unified, it becomes strong and powerful. And I do think that that is true because, gosh, you are such a different person than when I first married you. And so are you. Yeah. Because one of the big issues at the moment is mental health, isn't yeah. it? And so I know when, in my days, I had my own issues mm. and you had your own issues yeah. but God renewed our minds yeah he did God renewed the way we thought mm. and that's what he does and yeah. it's only because he's done it that we can stand today and look back and say wow God mm. you are just wonderful you are marvellous that you carried us when we couldn't carry yeah. ourselves and I think also what I really do enjoy about our marriage is that I wake up every day and I feel purpose and for me, being loved by a human being is a wonderful thing. And it is, it is, a spect- it is spectacular. I never believed that anybody would want me. I, would ne- I never believed that I would yeah. be loved by another human being the way that I'm loved by you. And I really do enjoy that. And it really underpins a lot of my security. Um, but I do think the number one thing even beyond that is that that we I feel growth and movement in the things of God with you every day Mm. I feel purpose and destiny and that to me is much more important than any romantic feelings um, or feelings of human security Mm. I do generally feel one with you spiritually and I remember Keith do you remember Keith yeah he had that song everybody loves somebody sometime and he used to sing that (laughs) <laughs> and, that, and that used to make me laugh because that's the truth yeah it's true. even though you think that nobody loves you or nobody can love you yeah. or you're not a loving type there's always somebody yeah that god's got for us totally that somebody loves us yeah yeah he loves us however that whatever that looks like he loves us yeah and he'll always provide for us yeah and that's in a spouse in a friend in any way community you know, you're open to receive mm, it totally totally and that's the goodness of our god yeah very much so um so what about the difficult times then what about what about some of the difficult things that we've gone through and how did we get through those things well there's been some lots of challenges Mm. um moving to cardiff yeah just moving was a challenge from one 
place in Wales, which was countryside, mm. and then moving into the city, mm. uh, moving from ministry to having to get a job. Yeah, because uh, both of us had been sort of involved in the church. Well, I had been in ch- involved with the church my whole life, um, but you had um, got qualified in your career and you had built, start to, started to build your career mm. and then you stepped out of that, didn't you, for a season uh, to build a church in London. So when you came to us and when our life began um, and God was doing huge transition in the whole community, you had to go out and, and really start your career all over again, didn't you? Yeah. At what, 35? At 35, starting again at yeah. Cardiff, uh, in Cardiff. Yes. And that was uh, a challenge. Mm. That was new, but yeah. I loved it. Yeah, you and did. And I loved it because... It's what God wanted. Yeah. And I always knew that God wanted me in the marketplace. He wanted me to work and to be a, his representative mm. in that in those structures. And uh but I had to relearn a lot of stuff. Yeah. And a lot of it is you have to you don't remember those days when I used <laughs> I to sit in bed with my books. Oh, can I wait a minute? Whoa, back up. Okay. <laughs> so the only thing I wish that I had researched more before I said yes to those well, well seduced you know, sort of entangled by those chocolate brown eyes when he asked me to marry him, was that I wish I'd done more research into your career because it's a little dull, love, if you don't mind me saying. (laughs) And, you know, I can remember when you were studying for your chartership and literally we were, it was like a sitcom, you know, we'd be sat up in bed at night, me reading some book and you with this some crusty old book and then every now and then you'd put it down and go... Do you know what the difference between rising damp and sort of, you know, yeah, and dry rot is? And then before I could say, for the love of God, I'm begging you, don't tell me, you went into your spiel and you didn't draw breath for an hour and a half. And I tell you what, I feel so educated. And my personal favourite is when we can't go anywhere unless you're looking at roofs and the state of the felt. And I do that too now. Do you know that? yeah. I go, oh, what a lovely roof. You said that the other week. We were in a beautiful part of somewhere. Beautiful architecture, lovely surroundings. I was like, gosh, this is nice. You were like, look at that gorgeous roof. And me and the kids just cracked up laughing. There was this woman in this red dress, right, and all done up to the nines. And I said, look at that roof. Yes, that was me. (laughs) Cheek. I was like, the kids were like, look, look at Bob in her lovely red dress. He was like, look at that gorgeous roof. And he really really was like, oh, Lord. But yeah, but God's always sort of, that's what I love about you. I mean, you do make me apps crack me up laughing nearly every day. Well, the kids said, didn't it? No, no, (laughs) that's on the non disclosure. You can't share that story. The kids said, didn't they? We had a little vote. Who's the funniest out of me and Mum? Can I just interrupt? And And Mum thinks she's the funniest. I really genuinely would have put the life of my firstborn on the fact that they would have said me. (laughs) I was mortified and shocked. And even to this day, I think it's rigged. There's no way you're funnier than me. I come up with new material. You come up with the old stuff. Oh, shut up. (laughs) That's what the kids said. You do gang up with me with the kids. You Uh, do. Really? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. You're like a gang. Yeah, well, they got my jeans. I know, that's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do love your humour. And what I do love about your humour is that you can say really, really, really direct, difficult, life-changing things... But then you're you're laughing and you think, God, I think I've just been told off. And you don't even know that you Craig has absolutely just sort of put you through the ringer. Um, but you do have a way with your words. Um, and shall we talk about the bull in the china shop? Because I think that's a biggie. 
Let's talk about the, the bull in, in the China shop. Right. So um, for 21 years, I have had a, what's the, how can I put it? I have been. A narrative. Banging on. <laughs> <laughs> um, about something in your character that I dislike and that I, my narrative has been kind of, come on, love, let God do it. For the good of all, for the love of God, I'm begging you Everybody to let it die. Everybody loves somebody sometimes. <laughs> Something in your character that I dislike. Um, and I've been banging on, holding you accountable for it, coming after you for it for years. And that is that you're a bull in the china shop. And so what I mean by that is, is that you have this... Uh, well I've never seen it outstanding way of literally trampling over the flowers yes and going in head first and you know there's no damage control and so I've come after you for that for years and then recently I came to you and I repented didn't I and I just said I'm so sorry because I've come into a place of realization that that spirit is correct now does it need a bit of honing and a bit of work yeah of course like everything but actually i'm never going to use that narrative again about you because actually that bull in the china shop is what gives us our breakthrough in the spirit and we were in a prayer meeting last night um because uh, we've got a conference coming up um in cardiff a three-day conference coming up in august and we were praying for it and um you in the prayer, governmental prayer last night, I just thought to myself, that is the bull in the china shop spirit and it saved, that is saving us right now and thank you God and I will never ever come after you for that because the very thing that I hated is the, now the very thing I love because that strength in you is something that I've always been able to rely on. So I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry that I came after you for that. I accept your apology. Well, thank you very much. Don't, you're going to make me pay for that, aren't you? No, look at him. Look at this, the smile on his face, honestly. No, but seriously, you don't need though. To apologize, no, seriously, though, you know, it, it, I do appreciate that. I never that. took any notice anyway. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> because how can you? If that's your character and that's yeah. what you're like, it's who you, you are. can't change that. And Well, you can hone it, but you don't change it, but you hone it. So, women out there listening, don't try and change men. No. <laughs> let God do it. Right. Yeah? Just let the Holy Spirit work on people's hearts. Yes. And just let's. Just let men be men. But sometimes it's good to sort of say things and, you know, be a little signpost Yeah, maybe. I do listen to you. Yeah, you, you know do. I listen to you. Yeah, I do know, you know that. You, Sorry, what you say? You're, being, you're, the, you're, you're my rock. Yeah. You're the bedrock. You're the foundation mm. of my life. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You are. You are. Yeah. I love you oh, with I all my you heart, too. you know, and you've done so much for me as a person, right? Mm. And I've been transformed and God's done it through you and... When you thought I wasn't listening sometimes, I actually was. Yeah. You know? I wouldn't let on, would I? No. no but make, there, me put, make me do the work. But there'll come a quiet time that I'll sit with you in the yeah. evening and I'll tell you that, yeah. you know, what you mean to me and what you've done. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. You you know, to have someone in your life to, to do that with mm. and to share things with and to be real with and, mm. and to be yourself with and not to have to pretend and to be someone else so yeah I'm s and we do call each other out on that don't we which oh god it's just such that is my most precious gift is that you come after that in me and I, and I do love you for that um but I love this whole idea about sometimes we do secretly just have this desire to change 
people and that's not our job you know but I do really love who you are I really do and I am really sorry about that narrative and banging on that drum for years Um, what I realized is that that just was an insecurity in me yes and actually the very thing I said I didn't like about you was something I didn't like about me yes Mm. it was a weakness in me your strength challenged me and so but now you know that bull in the china shop spirit as i call it um is just it really does get, uh, enable the breakthrough for us and craig let's be honest love without that we would never have had children we would never have bought our houses we would never be where we are now because you have really led you have been the one that has been the pinnacle of the breakthrough in those areas because of that character and spirit and i love you for that that's just the function, isn't it, yeah. of how God works. Yeah. That he opens the door mm. and we just walk through it yeah. together. Yeah. And how he does that, if he drops a word on me, if he mm. drops a word on you, we, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. As long as we get to where he wants us yeah. to get to. I, I've said, I think I've shared this story on pod- podcasts many times, I did in the conference, is that uh, your mum, when we got engaged, she gave me the best bit of advice and she said, buckle up because he's worse in the kingdom than he is in the world and I laughed oh that's funny but my god that is true (laughs) you know and I do love that is that your tenacity and when what I love is that when you get something whether that be your own insight or you hear the word of God or God speaks to you or you're in you know you, you love the word of God that's another thing I really love about you is that our life your life is very very word based you don't do nothing without the word of God and you have actually challenged me in that too on greater levels and so I do love that but in the kingdom uh, you really are very tenacious and that's paid off in our marriage definitely you've that's what you've imparted to me you've strengthened me up but in a lot of ways we are really not alike no but we complement each other yeah we do Um, so yeah in a in sort of in a lot of natural things we're very 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 different Um, and our outlooks and life are slightly different at times. God, we won't even touch on your disgusting taste in music, but that's another issue. Um, but also, um, yeah, we're very different in a lot of levels, but I think we do balance each other, yeah? So I'm kind of the softer person and I need to toughen up a bit and you're the tougher person who needs to soften up a bit in areas. I, so that kind of does work. It's, I agree. That, that yeah. kind of works for us, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Guilty as charged. <laughs> but I am I am moving forward with uh, being more like uh, softer. Yeah. You more, definitely have. Yeah. Mm. The soft the uh, what did my uh, friend say to me? You're good at the hard stuff, Craig, but the soft the, the soft touch you said you need a bit of work. Well, you do. You you are really good at the sto- soft stuff, but you wrap it around a brick and throw it through a window. <laughs> <laughs> But even even today, I'm being challenged on stuff, and mm. I have to rise up to that challenge, yeah. which is to uh, you know to be more like Christ. Yeah, definitely. Um, and to be the and to be genuine mm. and to be real yeah. with people who are challenged who are challenging mm. uh, because they have it tough in life. Yeah, we we have it tough in life, but we've got Christ. Yeah, right. So that's the difference. Mm. They don't have no one to go to. You yeah, know, some people don't have anybody. Right. And that's very challenging for them. And it's just to have a, a heart for them yeah. and, a, and a, 
and to be their strength for them yeah and to help them so there are very good solid parts of you that i stand on every day definitely your faith your expression of faith how you have faith is very different to me um and that's what i like and yours is very loud bold out there there is no other option type of faith whereas mine's a lot little bit more quieter and i think that's been built in you through your mum and through the prayers of your mum over the years as well but also your own expression and, and journey with god but i do love that because i i'm i've come i've come on board you know you've really helped me and imparted to me a greater strength in my faith um and you know what you said to me was when we got married um you said have you got a list and i said no i haven't got a list i have no, i have no interest in a list i mean i just couldn't believe that you wanted to marry me so i had no list i i never thought i needed a list um but the only thing i wanted i said the only stipulation i have is that i want to marry a man who loves god more than he loves me and i got it and i don't feel insecure or threatened by that at all because the fact that you love god and you will always put him first even above me is something I find hugely attractive. It's strange because God loves you so much, yeah. right? And he, that even before we got together, I obviously had another life. Yeah. And oh dear God, don't go, don't go there. I, I was still in God and in the kingdom, but it was a different yeah. phase of my life. And I remember <clears throat> thinking of marrying someone else. Really? Yeah, I was. No, I, I know. <laughs> I was even with someone else. I was in the when I first come to the church. Yeah. First got saved, and I remember thinking about yeah, marrying this woman, and then as I was praising and worshiping God in it, and thinking yeah, this is God. Suddenly it switched. Mm. It was like God said, "This is not the one you're going to marry." You know, yeah. he didn't say it to me, but it was mm. in a picture, and he showed me an outline of you. Wow. But it, it, there was no face. There was mm. just the outline, which was the colour of the hair. Mm. You know, and I thought, wow. What? So straight away, I just ditched that girl because it was like, <laughs> that's not what Next. God wants. That's not what God wants. <laughs> you know, that's not what God wants for me. Yeah. I did it in a nice way, obviously. Yeah. But it was, it was just, I want what God wants. Yeah. And so I just trusted God. Mm. You know, and I always looked for the picture. Right. And when I saw you, I was fixated, like I say, because. I was like, Lord, is that the picture that, you know, does that fit? And God said, yeah. God said, that fits. That's the perfect fit. But don't you absolutely love, I've, I know we talk about this a lot, but it just absolutely, oh, I get goosebumps every time to think that God created you and me and to be together yeah. and that he absolutely knew that everything that you are, even your flaws and your imperfections and your humanness, is exactly what I need. Yeah. And that definitely is how I feel being married to you, is that I just feel very equipped. And I just know, I say this to you a lot, don't I? If I've had a bad day or something's difficult, as soon as I hear that front door go, Whoa, everything's okay, <laughs> you know? And it's not that you're God. It's not, because he's first in my heart. Um, and he's first in our household. He really is. But, but created in his image. Exactly. All right, easy. <laughs> oh dear Lord. Okay. <laughs> okay. We might have Let to Let me just that. rephrase what I said earlier, right? Because I said about um 
um, about that God said, and you know, sometimes I say God said, and I, I just wish I never keep saying <laughs> God said because it was that more like God didn't say no, right? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was more that God didn't say no. Oh, wow. So I felt I felt a yes in my heart. Yeah. And so God just said. Although you, know, you tell the kids I chased you, which was a lie. Uh, no, what? I, do I say that? You have told those kids that since they were four years of age. I, Phoebe was telling her friend about how we met, and her narrative was, yes, my mum chased my dad. Well, you did pursue me pretty hard. I flipping didn't. <laughs> Honestly, dear Lord, get it right. Um, no, it, yeah, it was, I mean, it was just a wonderful time of my life. For many reasons, not for necessarily romantic re- reasons, although that was lovely, um, but just just the feeling. I mean, I had a lot of healing being becoming married to you. That's when yeah. I had a new surge of healing in my life um, because you, you know, I've talked spoken on our podcast a lot about the relationship I had with my mum, but really, you were the only one that could deal with my mum, and you really did protect me and help me navigate that. But you also helped me keep my heart open to what God wanted to do. And it was when I was raging and going, no, she's awful. No, I'm done. It was you who always brought in that softness, ironically, because we're talking about how the fact that maybe that wasn't your greatest gift. But you were the one that always said, Beck, be careful. Let me help you. But I also do love the fact that you really did help me navigate my I life. loved your mum. You why. did. Because I know. She... You've always said that. Because I can see how she struggled with stuff and yeah. uh, everybody has these different challenges and struggles and I can relate to it. Yeah, definitely. So and I, do you know it wasn't a strange thing to me. And I've never felt you being disloyal to me over that. Do you know that? And mm. I love the fact what that you are so honest that you... I can remember having a particularly bad episode with her where I was broken. And in my brokenness... While you had an arm around me, comforting me, you started laughing to yourself. And I went, what are you laughing at? And you went, oh, your mum, she's hysterical. She's so funny. And I thought, I'm going to kill him. I am going to kill him. (laughs) What? What? You know? And then I thought, and then it was, I just thought, don't listen to him. And you just very honestly looked me right in the eye and said, I really love your mum. I like her. And you know what? I've always respected you for that. And I've always wanted that, that you would be the voice of reason for me in that, because it was my nemesis, yes? Yeah. And many, many, many times, your honesty about how you felt about her, you don't, we don't need no false sense of loyalty, yes? You did become a stability in, in the anchorage of that relationship for me. Um, but although that when she did overstep the mark and she became evil, you always protected me, and yeah. I really do love yeah. you for that too. Definitely. So, yeah, your honesty is something that I adore, you know, because you know us, you know me, I can't do anything other than truth and honesty. Um, so we've always had that in our relationship, haven't we? That's because God has built us. Yeah, he built he us. He honoured his word. Yeah. He honoured what he said and he, he has built us. Yeah, We're yeah. a lot stronger. Yeah. Uh, the, our structure, everything mm. about us. We've died a lot, haven't we? Yeah. Mm. The architecture of our faith and life, everything is been built by him mm. his hand you know the lord has built it yeah and we can't deny it and we live in it we live and in we what live he's in built it. and his life is in it he's there's life in it yeah definitely and um yeah it's good I t- i'm just glad that we just obey the word of god yeah are you glad you didn't marry the, the other girl now 
Eh? Are you glad you didn't marry the other girl now? Oh, she had no chance. <laughs> she even got baptised when I got baptised and tried to follow me in the kingdom, but no, that's not happening. Yeah. Because God never, God knew that it was you. Yeah. God, God knew that you was the, you know, we compliment each yeah, other. Yeah, we do. Well, we, do you know what we do? We compliment each other, but we also kill each other. And yeah. you have killed me many times. And I love you for that yeah. because I couldn't do that myself. Well, I've had to die to self. Well, you've held that spiritual pillow over my face many a time. <laughs> and the kids, the kids, when the kids turned up, yeah. my gosh, it was like having a brain transplant. You know what I mean? It was like totally, I've got to just, yeah. I've got to look after these kids now. I know. And because also... But you've done the best job with that. Oh, I've got to you. give you that. That is the, you know... That I, was my joy. You know that. How you did that. That was because, because you know, in this day and age, being able to stay at home full time with your kids um, is a choice. I know everybody has different feelings about that, and I think neither is right or wrong. I think it's really what's right for you. But we planned it. But we, we planned to ha- when we when we planned to have our kids and to give it a go. You obviously went for it from a position of complete belief that I would get pregnant. I just thought I'm not going to get pregnant. And then, do you remember that day when I found out I was pregnant with Blythe? I was really feeling very ill. And I went to the doctor and I started sobbing in the doctor's. And she said, what's the matter? And I went, I think I've got ovarian cancer. I'm in so much pain. I'm in agony. I don't know what's happening. She said, OK, let's do some tests. And then she came out and she said, Mrs. Crosby, you are a silly cow. You're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and I fainted. Do you know what? I fainted and she had me in her surgery with my head between my knees, laughing her head off because I just absolutely had not one jot of belief. And I phoned you at work and I said, meet me in Starbucks. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, okay. And you thought, oh gosh, the doctor's found something, you know. And we met in Starbucks and I said, Craig, I'm pregnant. And we just had a party in Starbucks. You showed me this little blue dot, wasn't it? I showed you the little blue stick. And and I was like, wow, that's, that's, I've got a blue dot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got a blue dot. And then we had the scan and yeah. saw a bit more yeah. of what we got. And then, and then we, remember the delivery when you ordered your pizza and asked me if I could hold on because oh the pizza guy couldn't find it and you was that hungry. pizza guy. Oh, how can you not find us in the hospital? Because it was a mass. It's like a city at the hosp- the Heath Hospital. But you asked me to hold on. I was in active labour. You asked me to hold on so you, the guy could find you. Isn't it funny that both our births, uh, you lost out on food? Yeah. Do yeah, you remember? Yeah, you had yeah. to give up your pizza because the guy couldn't get deliver the pizza in time. And on Phoebe, you were literally were sent home. And then I had her. So I wanted to get something to eat. So you ordered yourself a big fat Donna kebab because you know you're not allowed them in the house. So you thought, she's out the way. I'm going to order the biggest, fattest kebab I can I can have. You were literally just about to take your first mouthful. And I phoned or somebody phoned and yeah. said, the, she's had the baby, get here. And, and I you looked had- at the kebab and I looked at the baby and I the kebab, the baby, which one? Oh, no. <laughs> which one? So I ditched the kebab. Yeah, so that's that was God, wasn't it? Both yeah. times you had to give up your food. But uh, yeah, so we're left with these kids who are now teenagers. But when Blythe was born, though, when she came out. Oh, do you remember? God. Yeah. It I was mean, just such a beautiful time, wasn't it? I was, su- I was in such shock. I know, I know. Such shock. So now we're left... She was with- so long. I know, she really was, wasn't she? She was like flipping 16 foot. <laughs> and then Phoebe's. Yeah. I with a squidgy little face. One. 
I just missed that one that she was already there when I got there. I know. I nearly had her in the corridor because she came so quick. Yeah. But we had been hanging on for days and they sent you home and said it's going to be ages yet and they wouldn't let you stay in the ho- in the hospital, would they? Oh, I've got it. I know, never mind. But we're left now with two teenagers who are our challenge mm-hmm. um, and we're entering a whole other season of our life as a family, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. It just feels that, you know, the kids are getting ready now to sort of leave home and then we are going to be faced with another stage of our life together. But we have got plans, haven't we, in Christ? Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's another good thing is that we do, we've always lived our life planning and having vision and hope. Yeah, standing on things and believing God. Because God is a God of plan. Yeah. He plans things. He has things in sequence. Definitely. He knows the end from the beginning. Yeah. We've just got to be alive to it and uh, alert to it, Mm. conscious of it. And we can walk in it. Yes. Because he's only got good things. Only got good things. Only got good things. It's a future and it's a hope but Crosby life with you is exciting and it is with you it's always been exciting it's never been dull and I'm looking forward to our kids when they grow up and when they get married and they have their children it's going to be wonderful I know I'm really looking forward to that too yeah Yeah. so it's been a ride and um, I do think though that that sort of allowing God and putting God and making sure that God is right bang in the middle of us is really been the answer, hasn't it? It's been the reason. He's been central in everything. Yeah. And that's how he wants it. And all he wants us to do is acknowledge him. Yeah. If we acknowledge and enjoy him. him. Yeah. Just mm. just acknowledge him in everything we do mm. and make him part of it. And then yeah. he just loves it. Yeah. He loves it. He loves to be part of it. He does. And that's what we've learnt. Yeah. And it makes complete sense to me. Definitely. So you really are my good thing. Yeah, and you're and, mine. Yeah, and I, I really just love the fact that um, that when God puts people together, whether that's a marriage, a friendship, a community, a purposed relationship, whatever, that you can't let any man pull that apart. And, um, you know, we've had some challenging times in our marriage, and I'm sure we'll have more again. But if we just carry on the way we are, where he is there, and he is first. Mm. I think that's it, isn't it? If he's first, it all works. Happy mm. God, happy us. Yeah. yeah. And um, we know that the times it has all fallen apart for us has been when he's not been first and one of us has been. And just look at the last thing he said and make sure you've done it. Mm. Yeah. What is the last thing God said to you? Mm. Sure, you know, Sometimes he won't say nothing else until mm. you've done it. Because I definitely do feel movement with you. That's what I enjoy. Yes, is that that we we don't just sort of stagnate. There's always movement towards the next thing. Um, and like I said, one of the th- your strong points is the word of God. Uh, you, you do nothing without the word of God. Um, you know, just following the pattern. That's just following the pattern. Just following the pattern. Yeah. And you absolutely, once you hear something from God while you're in the scriptures, you are there until you're done. You can be there a year, you know, you could be there six months, you could be there a lifetime, but you don't move until it's done. And um, yeah, that's exciting. You've taught me to how to slow down in the word of God too. So I do, I do enjoy, enjoy that too. Yeah, definitely. Excellent. It's all good. All good. So guys, I hope you've enjoyed this little insight. Um, 
oh gosh, it just feel, I feel a bit vulnerable doing this. But, um, and I never want to be that person that just gushes about how great my life is and, you know, how perfect everything is because it really isn't, isn't it? It's not, but it is great in him and it is exciting in him. And it's also exciting in each other because of God. Yeah. Yeah? Um, So I do enjoy that and I do love you. And I think you are so much better now than what you once were. You are... I think you're more handsome now than you were when I married you. And you really? were pretty hot then. Yeah. Really? Defo. Wow. Yeah. Because remember, I have seen photographs of your dad and he looked like Dean Martin. So oh, fingers he was crossed. Than me. Fingers crossed. He was much better looking than me. Oh, yeah. He was he very, was very handsome. Very handsome man. Yeah. So I'm hoping you're going to go for that silver fox look. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I was going to go for the bald look. <laughs> no, no, baby. Oh, trust me. I'm, you know, Buddha. I'm thinking. <laughs> Wrong God. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, babes. I'm hoping that that is going to kick in. But um, no, I, I just, I appreciate you and I appreciate the journey. And I thank you for what you've built in me and allowed God to use you in order to establish me. You're my queen. Oh, and I love you. you. Oh. And I just love to see you doing what you're doing. And that gives me joy. Yeah. You know that? I, that gives me so much joy because you're happy. Yeah, I am. And you're and doing happy, what If you I'm happy in accord, I come home happy and make everything everybody else happy. Yeah, yeah definitely. And you work hard and I can see how hard you work for this. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's great. Yeah. It's really great. So thank you for everything. Thank you for your prayer, for accord. Thank you for financing it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for that. No problem. Thank you that you've never said no. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, and thank you for believing what God wants and being faithful. Yeah. I love you. I love you too. Oh it's my gosh, good. you're taking me out for lunch now? Well, I'd love to. Oh, great. Sorted. All right. I don't want a sandwich, mind. I want no, a proper no, dinner. We'll go, we'll go out if you want. Oh, lovely. Thanks. Gosh, it just gifts that keeps on giving. <laughs> anyway, guys, a different podcast this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope <laughs> it's satisfied some of you that have been hounding me for uh, Craig Crosby access to. And, it's and, been and fun. Bit. It's been fun. Yes. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it has been fun. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. Hopefully, Naomi will be back soon. And uh, yeah, we're sending her lots of love. And uh, yeah, till next time. See you then. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.